Reporting for WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Hillary McClure with the Cyber Warfare Report. Joining us is former White House CIO Teresa Payton. Vice reported how in Russia, there is currently a scramble to take control of the dark web due to the closure of Hydra in April 2022, which was the world's biggest ever darknet market. Since Hydra's closure, darknet marketplaces such as OMG and Kraken have been essentially running marketing campaigns in Russian cities to monopolize the darknet market share and for good reason, a reason worth at least $1.37 billion. OMG projected their logo on the sides of various buildings and Kraken had a city bus wrapped in their branding. Teresa, it's a bit unfathomable for me to visualize walking down a street in New York City or Times Square, what have you, and seeing ads for darknet marketplaces. So can you tell us more about this war for the darknet in Russia? Yes. And first of all, kudos to Vice for this reporting and to you, Hillary, for covering this. There is so much to unpack here with the report, as well as the images. They're stunning. Like, first of all, it's like, where did you go to get this done to this huge bus? Complete custom job. And you hit the nail on the head because dark net marketplaces are typically unlawful websites. And the only way to get to them is you have to have an encrypted browser and you have to know how to get there and navigate your way to the dark web. So advertising in front of the average consumer who doesn't spend their day for work or their personal life hanging out on the dark web, doing illicit activities and trading and buying in illicit goods, it's kind of an interesting publicity stunt. And it borderlines on the level of you wonder what the point of it was. Was it to send a message? Was it really for market share? Was it to send a warning to others that are trying to grab sort of, you know, the marketplaces that are left unattended to after Hydra was busted. So you just really wonder what the purpose was behind the individuals doing this. The other piece is, and you have to wonder about this, were they sending a broader message globally? Like, did they purposely put it there hoping that media publications would pick it up? Were they also hoping that law enforcement organizations would take note of, we're not afraid of you, we're back in business, you really can't stop us. And so you can shut down one marketplace, but we'll be back bigger and stronger because we'll learn from the experience. So I feel like there's maybe a long list of motives behind this, but man, it is a lot to unpack. Certainly. And I saw on that image of the Kraken bus, it had language to prompt you to scan a QR code. I don't know what kind of virus you probably got if you scanned that QR code, but it was just wild. And as you mentioned, you know, the, the dark net marketplaces are certainly for criminal enterprises and the bread and butter, so to speak, for many of these dark net marketplaces is drugs. But cyber criminals are increasingly relying on these new markets for services beyond drug trafficking, including money laundering, malware proliferation, and more. So, Teresa, how does this impact the cyber ecosystem? Well, for starters, we know this. You know, the better we get at identifying the threats and how these cyber criminal syndicates operate, the better we get at shutting them down through law enforcement measures or blocking them altogether from entering private sector and government enterprises, the better we get at that. It's not as if the cyber criminal syndicates say, you know what, I woke up today, this is really hard. 
it's time for me to be an honest and ethical person and find a different day job. They instead up the ante. They up their A game. They look for new opportunities to monetize weaknesses in the human element and in the technology elements. So this shows yet again, you have an enterprise shut down. You have the learnings from how Hydra operated, integrated into businesses to make it harder for somebody to replicate what Hydra was doing. And it just shows you there is no sign of this slowing down. And today we can shut down a marketplace and another one will pop up. So that's really what I take away from basically this vice report. I think the other thing that's interesting to note is we are still watching this Russian Ukraine conflict unfold. And there could be some direct connections to that ongoing conflict. So it's very possible that these cybercrime syndicates that are behind this are two, three degrees of separation away from the Russian government and not only funding perhaps elements of the war against Ukraine, but also conducting money laundering schemes on the behalfs of oligarchs and other individuals who are finding it very hard to access their assets due to the sanctions. That's a good point. And one dark net market has been closely tied to the Kremlin-affiliated hacking group, Killnet. And Killnet donated, I think it was $280,000 worth of missiles via their ties to dark net marketplace or you know money that they gained through ransomware attacks, what have you. And so I guess, is it safe to assume that nation states such as Russia encourage these marketplaces? Oh, definitely. What's interesting is, you know, for the record, Putin denies it. But even when these marketplaces are pointed out, he does nothing to condemn and shut down these marketplaces. He allows them essentially to thrive. And so what's interesting is that same group that you mentioned, Killnet, they also launched a cyber attack against Starlink, which Elon Musk put into place to help keep Ukraine connected to the outside world and to have comms. And this is a long running tradition for sort of these cyber criminal syndicates to be somewhat loosely associated with the Russian government. So the big darknet market that many people will remember was Silk Road. That was actually shut down in international cooperation with US law enforcement. That was shut down 10 years ago, Hillary. And what's interesting is it had a lot of ties to the Russian government. And so following 10 years, if you look at sort of the proliferation of more darknet platforms, they're certainly not all run by Russian operatives, but OMG, Kraken, Blackspurt, and Mega are all considered with loose affiliations to the Russian government and run by Russians. Generally, Teresa, are these marketplaces democratizing cyber warfare? They are. They're making it accessible, affordable, easy to do. And that's frightening. And it's really on all of us, you know, it doesn't all stay on the dark net. So there's a lot of recruiting and advertising like this crazy bus with the paint job on it with a helpful QR code to lead you down the right path or the wrong path, so to speak. So it's really up to all of us that when you see something outside of the dark web that just doesn't make sense. And it sounds like it could be recruiting people to either purchase or develop things 
for the dark web, for these dark net markets that could potentially be used in cyber warfare, but also physical warfare, that you need to report it to law enforcement authorities. You don't have to track it down. You don't have to get involved in an investigation. You can anonymously submit a tip to places like ic3.gov, for example, which is the FBI's InfraGuard website, and you can submit something there and say, this makes me uncomfortable. I saw this. It may be of interest. You may not get an answer, so it may feel like you're submitting tips into a black hole, but trust me, somebody is reading that and assigned to at least take a look at it. Joining me was former White House CIO Teresa Payton. Reporting for WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Hillary McClure.